listening to Treasuring Scripture, a podcast of the weekly teaching ministry of Lebanon Baptist Church, Roswell, Georgia. To learn more about our ministry, please visit us at LebanonBaptist.org. Many Christmas traditions that our family does each year is giving gifts in stockings. I'm sure that's true for a number of you. These are often the final gifts on Christmas morning. In fact, when the last gift comes out of the end of that sock, okay, gift giving for our family is normally over and Christmas will come the following year. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, is almost like an overstuffed Christmas stocking. It is absolutely filled with glorious gifts and truths from God. Every different verse in that entire chapter is beautiful. This evening, what I'd like to do for just a moment is I'd like to share a beautiful treasure, I believe, at the end of the stocking of John chapter 1. This treasure, I believe, reminds us of really what the glory of the incarnation actually is. Of course, if you are familiar with the Gospel of John, John opens with what we have titled the prologue, which is the first 18 verses. It's a glorious presentation of Jesus Christ. The Apostle John, after that, begins to bring witnesses to the stand, you could say, to testify to the identity of Jesus Christ. In fact, he brings John the Baptist to the stand. And John the Baptist proclaims in the middle of John 1 that Jesus is the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. Andrew and Philip come to the stand. And what do they call him? They call him the Messiah. But in the final verses of John chapter 1, we're introduced to a guy by the name of Nathaniel, a somewhat obscure disciple. Philip, another disciple, introduces Nathaniel to Jesus, and Jesus says something very complimentary to this guy, Nathaniel. Listen to what it says in verse 47. He says, Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, and he said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Now, that little phrase that Jesus said was really a play on words. Because those of you who know Bible history, you know that Israel had a patriarch by the name of Jacob that had two names. Both of them show up in this little phrase. His initial name, Jacob, means deceiver, twisted, deceit, or guile. But of course, many of you know that God changed Jacob's name to Israel, to be the head of God's chosen nation. Here, basically what Jesus says when he sees Nathanael is this. Here is an Israelite, in which there is no Jacob. Or maybe a better way of saying it is, look, Israel without a trace of Jacob left in him. Now, Jesus didn't mean when he made these first statements to Nathaniel that Nathaniel was perfect. Far from it. 
Nathaniel was a man who was a sinner like you and me. However, he was a man who I believe was genuinely seeking God's redemption. He was somewhat of a symbol of what a true Israelite was. He was looking for the coming of God. He was the real deal. So he, Jesus says this to Nathaniel, and Nathaniel responds in verse 48. Nathaniel said to him, how do you know me? Then Jesus responds, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Now, what's going on here? Well, the fig tree in Israel was often known as a place of meditation and worship. What we speculate here was this, that Nathaniel was probably having some special moment of prayer and meditation that only God could have known that he was doing it at that particular time. And here Jesus uses his supernatural knowledge to tell Nathaniel when he was having that special moment, I saw you. Notice Nathaniel's immediate response. He says this. Nathaniel answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And then Jesus says something very special. For some of you who are maybe new to the Bible, it may seem somewhat cryptic, but I want you to catch it. Listen to what he says in verse 50 and 51. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. So let me just break that apart. He says, first of all, Nathaniel, you're going to see a lot greater things than what I just showed you with my knowledge of you. Over the next number of years, this disciple, Nathaniel, because this is the beginning of his ministry, Jesus's earthly ministry, over the next number of years, these disciples would witness incredible acts by Jesus Christ. My little loose translation of this is Jesus is basically saying this, you ain't seen nothing yet. And then Jesus directs him to a beautiful picture. He says this, you are going to see, Nathaniel, over these next few years, the heaven opened and angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now when Jesus said that, When he used that little terminology, angels ascending and descending, that little picture would have brought to an Israelite's mind an event that happened and someone he had just referred to, the patriarch Jacob. Almost 2,000 years before Jesus is making these statements, not far from where Jesus was talking to Nathaniel, The patriarch Jacob had a a special moment in which he saw the heavens open and angels ascending and descending 
And what you have referred, those of you who went to Sunday school growing up, you heard of the phrase, Jacob's what? Jacob's ladder. Really, what I believe it was, would have looked like, it was probably like some ancient Mesopotamian step temple where they built and they were, there were these steps going up to heaven. And Jacob, 2,000 years before, saw this vision. And when he saw the vision, it says in Genesis chapter 28, there was a meeting, you could say, in this picture between heaven and earth. And who was at the top of the steps when Jacob saw it? It says when Jacob was having this dream and seeing this vision, the Lord was at the top of those steps. He looked up. And I personally believe that that was none other than what we would call a Christophany. It was Jesus Christ at the top of those stairs. Because he's called the Lord Now, as Jesus, 2,000 years later, is talking to Nathanael, he tells Nathanael, he says this, you know what? You're going to see this here on earth. In a way, what he's doing is this. Jesus was telling Nathanael, I am the mediator between earth and heaven. I am going to be the one who spans that gap. In fact, he calls himself this. He calls himself the Son of Man. That little title was a term that the prophet Daniel used to describe the one who would one day rule the world, rule the earth. It's the term that Jesus ends up during his earthly ministry, calls himself that most of his ministry. And basically what he's telling him is this, you are going to see in me the meeting between heaven and earth. And all of you here today, at Christmas was the day that Jesus Christ entered this earth. He incarnated And he was the bridge between earth and heaven. Jacob saw him at the top of the stairs. He's telling Nathaniel, buckle your seatbelt. Because over the next three years, he didn't know, I mean, we know it was about three and a half years. Over the next three and a half years, you're going to see greater things than these. And you're going to see really the bridge to heaven. And it was not long later that Jesus said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father but by me. All of you here today, we live in a broken world. But there is a way of escape. There is a way to spend eternity with God, and it's this. God spanned the gap. He sent his son. And when he told Nathaniel that day, you know what? You're going to see angels ascending and descending on me. Why? Because he's the bridge to heaven. And you got to turn to him. And those of you who have, rejoice in that fact. He is the way, the truth, and the life.
Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful truth of the incarnation, how Jesus spanned the gap for us. Lord, as we close our time singing and reflecting on that, Father, help everybody in this room to embrace Jesus as their Lord and to follow him as the light of the world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Treasuring Scripture. It's our desire that every Christian treasure God's Word in their heart. To follow our podcast, please hit the subscribe button. If you're interested in learning more about our church, please visit LebanonBaptist.org.